It's Ash Kip and Lutzi with Suze, and we've got Hugo Weaving joining us. Hello, mate. Yes, indeed. The great Hugo oh, Weaving. Hello. The great Hugo yes. Weaving, now, which I presume is in some exotic part of the world at the moment. Hugo, I mean, where, where, where do we find you seated? I'm in the exotic Dungog. <laughs> Dungog? Where's Dungog? Where's Dungog? Yeah, Dungog, uh, three hours north of Sydney, oh, there you New go. South Wales. Oh, oh wow. wow. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. wow. Talk about getting away from it all. Is that where you live? No, I live in Sydney, but oh, okay. we're, we're just we're, we're up here, sort of uh, locking down up here. Yeah, nice. Oh, so this uh, this film, Hearts and Bones, which is out now, you can grab it on iTunes. This was scheduled for a cinema release, correct? Mm. And then because of everything that's happened with COVID, it's like we don't know when we're going back to the movies. Next, so yeah, exactly. it's just been released released on uh, iTunes. Yeah, that's right. Um, we uh, this this film was screened at the Sydney Film Festival last year. Had a couple of great screenings there with packed houses and Q and As afterwards, and then came to Melbourne uh, to the Melbourne Film Festival. Was in competition in Sydney, and then we took it to Toronto Film Festival. Mm, was yes. in competition there, so. We were expecting to release it uh, now, but obviously can't. All the cinemas are closed. So the decision was to, to bring the cinema wow. to you rather than you go to the cinema. Is your industry in shutdown, uh, mate? Are you, are you able to make anything at the moment? No, nothing can be made. Nothing can be exhibited. And, um, you know, I, I was doing a, a theatre job in, at the National Theatre in London and we were shut down, came back to promote this, to open in the cinemas. It was... It was, you know, shut down or changed. Uh, so we're going with the next best option. Mm. And uh, the next job I have coming up, well, who knows when that will be? It's yeah. uh, it's, it's theatre and theatre and film and TV production entirely, pretty with, much entirely shut down. With the lockdown, it does give you a chance though to watch old movies. And <laughs> there's one movie that yeah. you were in, which I loved you in, and I'm trying to get my kids to watch it. I haven't been successful yet. Which is Babe. <laughs> And you were the voice of the ah. sheepdog. Oh, right. Was that good? Yes. Book? Rex the sheepdog, who was originally Scottish. All the voices <laughs> in Babe were originally from the uh, United Kingdom. Huh. And uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, you know, we had York, uh, Yorkshire horse, West Country sheep, uh, uh, Border Collie, you know, from, 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 well, we just, we went with Scotland and, um, but uh, that was all changed. So the voice you now hear is a kind of odd, um, Mid-Atlantic American. What's the movie? Yeah, people... Such a great film, yeah. babe. Mm, yeah. What, what's the movie people want to talk to you about most? Because when I hear your voice, I go straight to Mr. Anderson. Like it's it's straight Matrix for me. But what what do people talk to you most about? Oh well, it depends really. If something's about to come out, how often? And I've been promoting often. People want to talk about that. It's actually a lot of people talking to me about hearts and bones yeah. at the moment. But but uh, yeah, the Matrix is a common one. Um, or Priscilla. You know, oh, yeah. it, it sort of depends on who you are and what you've seen and what you're interested in. Uh, speaking of hearts and bones, it's uh, where, where was that all filmed? Like, how, how was, it seems like a, quite an elaborate filming process, was it, or was it just done well so it looked like that on the screen? <laughs> no, it was uh, all shot in Western Sydney, really, um, in, in suburban suburban Sydney. Yeah, um, which was great. It's um, you don't often see um, you don't often see that part of the world. In uh, in Australian films, it's uh, great to see it. It's very much suburban Sydney. Um, there's a sequence at the beginning of the film in Iraq. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at night, but um, yeah, that's uh, that's a kind of 
brilliant piece of filming. It's not in Iraq at all. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's what that's what I meant. Yeah. I thought we'd we'll be travelling around the world to film it. Yeah, yeah no, no. It was a very uh, it's it's very tight budget really, but um exceptional filmmaker Ben Lawrence, the director and writer. Yeah, and I think and, you're helping uh, he's got a yeah, he's got a documentary sensibility to it, so it feels very true. The the characters and the actors, uh, the, the characters in it are played by uh, many of them by non-actors. Uh-huh. Um, so it feels it feels like it's got a sense of truth to it, which 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 belies its construction and that belies its sort of narrative construct. But it's it feels very like you're with these real people in these real places. But actually, it is it is artfully constructed as well. Do you think that people of Western Sydney are happy that you've done a, a scene in Iraq and nobody noticed? <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, if, if you get any calls from, uh, from the Iraqi states uh, who live in Western Sydney, they might go, that wasn't Iraq. Yeah, it was Upper Iraq, the, up, the nice bits. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting film. It's I'm fascinated by the choices you must make as an actor, Hugo, because you go from these epic sort of you know the trilogies and things like that, Lord of the Rings, The Matrix, and everything yeah. like that, and then you, you know, from animation, and then you have these other projects which are more obviously, I guess, for want of a better word, more gritty. Like, do you do you try and just yeah. mix it up? Like, what? How do you make that decision? Those decisions. Oh, look, it's a, it, it's just an intuitive thing at the time. Uh, I always tried to to choose things that. Um, that I'm really excited by. Um, I always try to follow follow a sort of an intuitive uh, uh, process of choosing things. Um, do, do you always get to yeah, choose, I'm, Hugo? Is there has there been a time in your career that you've missed out on a role? Oh, I've missed that. Yeah, I've, I, which I've, which one haunts you? I've, is there is there one that you can give us? That you go, oh man. Uh, there 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 are many many roles, particularly early Thor. On, <laughs> That bloody Hemsworth. Yeah. They killed you. No, 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 it's, it's, it's more the, there's, there is a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that, that obviously you'd like to be involved with. But then again, there are very few roles which are probably right for you. And uh, you need to recognize that. And also, uh, there's a lot of rubbish out there. So you also yeah. need to exercise choice and just, uh, just, you know, discernment and go, well, I'm not doing that. I've always been very clear that I would only be involved with things that I was really sort of keen to be a part of. So that's always been my main sort of uh, guiding principle, I think. You're in a um, one of my favourite um, TV series as a kid as well. I'm just Googling. You're in so much stuff. And um, back in 84, um, <laughs> I, was, I was alive, but that series Bodyline, the cricket, oh, yes. the cricket series. Oh. Douglas Jardine, yes. he played. You played yeah. that bad guy, a bad was, captain. Was <laughs> bad Gary, captain. Gary Sweet in that? Yeah, he played bad oh. Yeah, Gary played yeah. Bradman, yeah. He, he told yeah. me a story about that. He, he reckons, and I, I reckon this would be true, he reckons after the first day of shooting Bradman that he was going out with, uh, oh, he, wasn't, he went out for drinks with, the first AD or someone or other yeah. who just happened to have all the dailies. It was it was after the first yeah. day of shooting. Indeed, I was in the I was there as well. We were all in the pub. Oh, were it you? It wasn't the first day. It was right. it was we were we were a couple of weeks in at least, and uh, it was a ten hour miniseries. You know, there were t- there were ten episodes. It was a big deal at the time, and it was screened one night after the other. You know, it was fantastic. Um, but yeah, we were all in the pub together drinking, and she—I think she—I don't think she was an AD. I think she was a camera assistant. She was meant to be delivering the rushes to, to the lab, yeah. and left her bag in the pub. And um, yeah, 
She lost the whole uh, day. It was all, Ga- all Gary's fault. Yeah. yeah so we had what, to, she lost we all had the film? Lost the entire what? day's film. Yeah, what did we do she it? went back and the bag was gone, so <laughs> we had to reshoot oh uh, the next day. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Did she lose her job? I know. I don't think she did. I think she was uh, wrapped over the knuckles. But um, <laughs> you know, yeah. oh man, that's hilarious! Isn't that funny? But you're right. That you're the first villains I remember. Now you think of it, um, Hugo. It was just strange because you were just an English fast bowler. But to me, you were like you yeah. may as well have been um, the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Well, yeah. Well. Well, that's how he was. That's how he Trade. was perceived in yeah. this country. The interesting thing about Jardine was actually he was really one of the first professionally minded amateurs because they were all amateurs at that time they weren't professionals you know yeah. and to be a professional cricketer was sort of like wasn't wasn't looked on so in the right way it wasn't wasn't sportsmanlike but he he had this sense that hey you know what we've got to win this yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we don't just have to go out and play and be gentlemen we really want to win uh, and uh not only do we want to win actually we need to we need to sort of think tactically and we need to think about their strengths and their weaknesses and um, elevate their weaknesses and, you know, really hone in on their strengths and trying to find a chink in the armour. And the, the main uh, strength for the Australians was Bradman's batting ability. So this whole uh, this whole uh, leg theory was developed by Jardine and his fast bowlers yeah. uh, to to try and expose Bradman's weaknesses. Hmm. So it's kind of fascinating. And, yeah. and it was successful, but it nearly, you know, brought about a war between the countries. So, yeah, he's... He's considered one of the great uh, English villains of all time, yeah. even though he's actually a really interesting guy. Yeah. I'm sure he'd be one of the great characters of the game these yeah. days. This looks amazing. This uh, this new film, Hearts and Bones. So um, iTunes, right? Yeah. And it doesn't seem like I'm just, uh, I haven't seen it yet, but reading the synopsis, it doesn't seem like you want to be cooking dinner whilst watching this in the background. This is a, <laughs> this is a proper sit down because it's it's pretty heavy. This yeah. you're, you're a photographer who... Uh, has to sort of decide whether to get involved in situations or just be a photographer. Yeah, pretty and, heavy situations. Yeah, yeah. Some like South Sudan and places like well, that. It, well, yeah, well, it, 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 in one way it is that it's thematic. It sort of poses a lot of morally complex questions. But on the other hand, it actually is sort of perfect to watch now. It's really about living now in Australia and mm. trying to set up home and family. And there are a lot of scenes in the kitchen and took the partners talking to each other about bringing up kids and, so it's really it's 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 ultimately a very hopeful film about community hmm. and about family and about setting up home and very much about present day Australia living living together um, and uh, celebrating diversity. But it but but the the complexity in it and the, there's buried trauma in a couple of the characters. Hmm. It's not a it's not a dramatic film. It's, there's no car crashes or it's not dramatic in that way. It's but it's it's quite a, it's quite complex and internally um, it's just really compelling piece of really about friendship between two men, one South Sudanese refugee and a and a photojournalist and their partners and the, the four of them and how they how they um, find their way how they find their way through the sort of minefield of contemporary living, which is you know what we what we're all on about. So <laughs> it's it's not yeah yeah. That's great. Well, yeah, it looks looks great, and it's it's not hard to do, by the way. If you haven't tried it yet, get iTunes, and then just search on iTunes for Hearts and Bones. Yeah, nice. And uh, and you can uh, watch it very simply. You can buy it or uh, or just uh, just watch it the once. So, um, thanks for joining us, Hugo. Good luck with it. Hopefully, the industry gets back back on board soon, mate. We'll see you on the big screen.
Thank you very much indeed.